Welcome to Equipped for Ministry, presented by Big Woods Bible Church. Our hope is to equip the saints for the work of ministry by talking through common questions Christians ask. We hope you find this discussion to be helpful in the ministry God has called you to. But now, let's get equipped for ministry. Hello and welcome to another episode of Equipped for Ministry. So glad that you're here with us today. Now, I've got a new face. Uh, you can't see much of his face because, as I'm sure he will tell you, he has a very nice beard. Thank uh, you. But uh, this is Daniel. He is a member here at Big Woods, and <coughs> I got to know you in New Life, right? Yes, you did. Yeah. Um, that was back in 2015. Can wow. you believe it? Seven years ago. Whew. Thank no. the Lord that the Holy Spirit works on individuals. Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> amen to that. Uh, so, I, Daniel, I would just like for you to introduce yourself. Um, we're going to have a, a conversation about something we've discussed already on Equipped for Ministry, which is the book Spiritual, Dis- Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Don Whitney. Because Daniel and I have both taken the class with Dr. Whitney himself, and uh, we think it's a great book and have both read it and have read it with others, Uh, but we're going to have just a further conversation because we (coughs) recommended it to you as part of the summer reading list, and it's summer now, so you can get reading it, but before we get to any of that conversation, Daniel, brief introduction, who you are, what you do, your life, Anything that would be pertinent to this conversation? Ooh, you left that really in forty-five open. seconds. Or oh, less. forty-five <laughs> seconds. There we go. Um, like Aaron said, my name is Daniel Nada. Um, I have been attending Big Words since yeah, about twenty fifteen. Um, okay. Been a member for six, seven years. Okay, I don't remember. Um, been teaching fourth and fifth grade for about six years, um, and just preaching on, on and off and. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say I just do whatever needs to be done, and that's, that's that. He does. <laughs> yeah, Thank and, you. And we are thankful for that, uh, his servant's heart, for sure. But we are not talking about you Oh no! today. That'd we are talking boring. about spiritual disciplines for the Christian life. So, Daniel, <coughs> you took the class. I did. Tell us about the class. Tell us about Dr. Whitney, anything that you, you think is interesting. It. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can. You should. Um, I can. You should. Okay. It's worth your time. All right. Um, so, in terms of a class in seminary that you could take that isn't theologically heavy, it, theologically sound, because yeah. it's seminary, yeah. but in terms of, you're not talking about typology, you're not talking about ecclesiology, um, eschatology, you're just talking about, in, in, in a very very oversimplified sense you just talk talking about your walk with mm. christ yeah um and living your life as a christian in obedience to what you've been called to right so the <coughs> the the foundational verse really uh, for this entire book is it first timothy I, I don't remember what it is but it's my it's friend is second timothy second timothy discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness right how about I read those two verses? Please, feel free. Second <coughs> uh, uh, Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, 
for correction and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And and to be fair, you could even go back to um, a couple of verses before that as well. But you're, you're right. Um, Dr. Rintney, excellent um, professor, just very... Um, he makes things very well understood, understandable, um, but th- he he goes off of that um, looking at the Bible is what we should build our life off of, right. because that is how God has chosen to communicate to us as Christians, mm-hmm. um, especially today in our modern times. Yeah. So I was actually thinking of First Timothy 4.7. Oh. So, I mean, 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, crucial, foundational for the process of of inspiration, what Scripture does in our lives. But the foundation for the book, Daniel, is... First Timothy four seven. So did you pass this class or have nothing to do with <laughs> irreverent, silly myths, rather train yourself for godliness. Yeah. So we're training ourselves for the purpose of godliness. And what he's saying in this book yes. is and, and we'll lay out what the spiritual disciplines are, is these disciplines allow us to do that. Mm-hmm. They they develop within us habits, patterns, whatever you want to call it, um of of godliness mm-hmm. by reading the word by praying by meditating by mm-hmm. fasting mm-hmm. so on and so forth and and so he's basically saying there are certain things that we as Christians should be doing uh, so that we can become more Christ-like so that we can pursue holiness so that we can live lives of godliness so then Daniel let's talk about some of these spiritual disciplines you've got a few uh, written out in front of you, maybe just a brief definition and how you do this in your life. Okay. Um, I, I guess we should probably start from the beginning and at least go with the uh, reading and listening to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You reading the Bible daily and listening to aspects of it. So for me personally, um, and for some. Oh boy! For some of our um, older viewers, quiet time. Um, not sure how. Yeah, is that is that phrase still still I the thing? Like, know. maybe like we're old. Maybe we're the old. Maybe we're the old ones. Because I still say quiet time. I know I Brianna still, still says I say quiet time. time. But uh, uh, I, yeah, all right. But um, maybe that's just <laughs> the evangelical language, and maybe it's not an age <laughs> thing. I don't know. I want to love on you. Oh, oh no! no. That um, is all right, all right. Get it back on language. track. So quiet time. Just a portion of your day where you pray mm-hmm. and you read. Yeah. Uh, what I personally do is I pray first, um, and in that I also um, confess sins mm-hmm. um, because I very strongly believe that when I go to read the Word of God in my quiet time, um, not just to read it, but to also gain insight from it, um, God communicating to me, I want to go before him blameless. um, And the only way I can do that is by calling to the cross and asking forgiveness for my sins, um, knowing that they will be forgiven. And then I, and also, of course, I pray for wisdom, for insight, for God to um, use this time to um, encourage, strengthen, bless me with wisdom, um, and if necessary, convict me. Yeah. Um, 
and then I I read. Um, <laughs> we were talking about this even before. Um, I do a book of Old Testament, a book of New Testament, and a Psalm. And for those listening, that's what I do because that's what I like to do. <laughs> it's not because. It's it, not because it's the best thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not because you have to do this. Find what works for you. That's right. Um, when we talk about spiritual disciplines, there is an there's a objective portion to each of them in which we follow what the scripture says. We mm-hmm. do things according to how God has created them, but there is some subjectiveness to it. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, this is spiritual disciplines for my walk with Christ, not yours. Yeah, so we maybe even think of them as principles mm-hmm. that are applied differently yes. in individuals' lives. So, yeah. uh, I mean, exactly what you're saying. <coughs> I I mean, I, I have a same similar pattern where in the morning I will mm-hmm. wake up. Uh, you forgot one of the most important steps of your quiet time, though. Okay. You got to brew your coffee. Coffee always comes with my time. <laughs> so I brew my coffee. I sit in my chair. I I pray and pray very similar things mm-hmm. to you. Uh, and then I I have a a daily reading Bible. It's mm-hmm. the Robert Murray McShane plan. So it's uh, two chapters from the mm-hmm. Old Testament, two from the New, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the course of a year, you read through the Old Testament once, and Psalms, Proverbs, and the New Testament twice. Uh, and so it's it's like four mm-hmm. chapters a day, mm-hmm. and uh, I pray afterwards as well. So mm-hmm. that's that's scripture intake. But does your scripture intake stop there? Um, no, and that's what in his book, Doctor Rickney would also argue it shouldn't stop yeah. there. Um, and in terms of specifically um, scriptural intake, not moving on to meditation quite yet. Um, it's also listening to it, um, listen to it read. Um, yeah. We we are blessed as a congregation to have a church that reads the scriptures, mm. um, not just for sermon, but also during the worship service. Mm. Um, but also Bible apps. Um, you can listen to sermons, listen to other things, um, and believe it or not, s- music. Yeah, because um, I mean, I like listening to hymns. I'm sorry, actually, I'm not sorry about (laughs) that. Go be a nerd with me, please, so we can listen to hymns together. But there's other music and genres out there that do, believe it or not, you can have a heavy metal song with scripture in it. But the point is, there are things that turn your mind back to the scripture. That's how it should be. whether it's you're hearing something, you're listening to something, that's the part of it that he, yeah. are, he, um, Dr. Whitney suggests. And then going on to meditation, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he, he, in his book, he explains it, but I agree. In our, in our Christian culture as a church, meditation is almost a dirty word. Because we uh, we go to yoga, we go yeah, to yeah. this Buddhist that we clear everything and mm-hmm. we create this fantasy, just vision or whatever in our minds. But for us Christians, it's nothing like that. Right. Um, meditation is not emptying the mind, but instead is the direct focus of the mind on a singular um, scripture. 
a singular passage mm-hmm. or a verse. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> um, I know for me personally, I like dur- after my quiet time when I start to um, move on with my day, um, I usually pick uh, a verse, a phrase, mm-hmm. something from what I just read, and that's where my focus is at. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it doesn't even have to be your quiet time, believe it or not. It could be whatever happened, whatever Pastor Tim preached. Um, unfortunately, on Sunday when we went to a very um, non-sound church, even though the um, preaching was lackluster and, in my my opinion, unbiblical, but even me dwelling on that passage, I was still able to gain insight mm-hmm. because my mind was drawn to it and. Yeah. I was meditating on the verse and going, well, what? Well, who is my neighbor? Um, the 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 sermon was on the um, the Samaritan being a good neighbor, helping um, the man on the road, um, and me going, what what? What are some things in the passage that are just beautiful and things that are convicting to yeah. me? Um, yeah, and that I mean, the process of meditation is is important, and and mm-hmm. he describes in this book, but also in another book. Um, praying the Bible, I think, mm-hmm. where a lot of a lot of us, and I think we would probably say mm-hmm. we're both guilty of this, read Scripture at some point in the day, um, morning for us if, as we both just shared, close our Bibles and forget everything mm-hmm. we've just read, mm-hmm. and and he's arguing that that's not how it should be, and meditation is what allows that to not take place. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're taking away like you've just described something from the word to be able to uh to chew on mm-hmm. all day. You think of a cow chewing its cud. It's 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 trying to get every little bit of nutrient out of that. And that's the process of meditation where it's exactly mm-hmm. again as you said, it's not emptying our minds. Mm-hmm. It's filling our minds with scripture so that we can continue to think on it and and process it and allow it to affect our lives so that we would become more godly, mm-hmm. right? That's the purpose. We're disciplining ourselves for the purpose of godliness. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what uh, Whitney is saying these spiritual disciplines do. So any other disciplines you'd like to mention? Um, I do want to mention one in, um, before we wrap this up, I guess, and that's fasting. And the one okay. I want to mention is, is because... So it's the same thing with the meditation that we we think of something that isn't necessarily true. Um, we think fasting to, to be this grandiose ordeal. Um, we think of monks in a monastery mm-hmm, that they mm-hmm. that they don't do anything all day long. Um, fasting, to put it in a very sim- oh, I, I think again overly simplistic simplified by the way get the book and read <laughs> it please you will articulate better than we do yes um you're giving in a very simple way you're giving something up so that you can use that time and energy to focus more upon god mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so using that very simple thing well uh, uh, what we most think about is food, and so when we are hungry, that should there now that should trigger our mind to go to prayer before mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. 
to um, think that, oh, I'm hungry, but I'm doing this because I want to have a better relationship yeah, with yeah. my Lord and Savior. Um, or, and again, the purpose of fasting could be different. It could be a spiritual discipline. It is a spiritual discipline mm-hmm. where I'm trying to be to learn more, to grow in my faith and my and more importantly, my trust in God. I trust God to get me through the day, whether I'm hangry or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, it, it can also be other things. I'm fasting because, and I'm praying because um, maybe there is something that happened in my culture, my um, society, mm-hmm. that I want to, even if I'm not necessarily... Um, engrossed in that sin, that's something I want to repent of and something I'm mourning over Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because whatever. um, um, Again, the point of the matter is fasting is you give something up um, and that you're focusing on God for whatever. Yeah, and he does, he limits his discussion Mm -hmm. to the giving up of food. Yes. He does recognize that Fasting is maybe more, more all-encompassing mm-hmm. than that. But he's saying the spiritual mm-hmm. discipline of fasting mm-hmm. applies most specifically to giving mm-hmm. up food, and and says something to the effect of um, our physical hunger should remind us of our spiritual hunger. Absolutely. And and so that's you know that's the point of fasting mm-hmm. that we are able to have that constant reminder. Because I mean. Even when I'm not fasting, I get hungry, mm-hmm. right? And so when we are fasting, we're, we have that more constant mm-hmm. physical hunger uh, that can help us point to the spiritual mm-hmm. hunger that we should have. So these are some of the yeah. spiritual disciplines. Yeah. This is a book, again, we would highly recommend it. Uh, I can link it down mm-hmm. below in the description, Spiritual Disciplines mm-hmm. for the Christian Life. Donald Whitney, he's a professor at the Southern Baptist Theological mm-hmm. Seminary. Uh, and uh, just an all-around very helpful thinker when it comes to the Christian life. Yep. Do you mind giving me another minute on fasting real quick? Because here's the thing. You guys can do it. Yeah. I shouldn't say you guys. We can do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be an all-day at first. Sure. You can do a meal. Mm-hmm. You can skip dinner. Mm-hmm. You can skip lunch mm-hmm. um, and plan it out. Um, and I apologize for no, crying you off there, but yeah. I thought that was important. That yeah. the in his book, get his book. Yeah. Um, if you have time, do the class because it's wonderful. Sure. Um, but all these things that you can, we can do. Yeah. We can do. Um, fasting shouldn't be on a daily basis, but the praying, the me, the meditating, the reading of scripture should be. These are things we can do and incorporate in our life, um, and they're not as traumatic as we think they are Mm. yeah and that's a good word to end on (laughs) and we want to just thank you for taking the time to listen and hope that this conversation has helped uh, to equip you for ministry